spooky be forgot no. and never ooh spooky may ooh spooky ooh spooky ooh of old spooky. spooky happy new year everybody happy new year happy 2020 2020 2020 2020 fuck me off <laughs> what do you reckon 2020, good year or bad year coming up? Um, uh, Can we start 2020 over again already? <laughs> on what on what scale? For the world, for me, for the podcast? Yeah, just in general. Like overall. I'm sensing I'll, at the end of 2020, I'll rate it like a seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all things considered. Going th- in hot. I reckon 2020, we're finally going to figure it all out. 2020 is a year. It's an even year. It's a new make, decade. Make Trump- a, everyone make a bold prediction. Trump for- gets re-elected. Yay! Oh. That's what I'm talking about. He's going to fucking figure it out. I reckon that'll happen. <laughs> I reckon 20... Oh, that will definitely happen. Um, I reckon 2020, human on Mars. Yeah? Yeah, that's my big bold that's prediction. That's your big bold they prediction. they even try to do that at <laughs> the <Hello>? moment? <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so fucking bold. <laughs> they get it together in the span of 12 months. Well, they've been like, thinking about it. Yeah. They've Remember been... our friend dated that guy who was like a candidate to be one of the cunts who moves there? I think no. that dude just fucking worked at the Mars company. And whoever that was was like, yeah, I'm actually going to Mars. <laughs> he was just trying to fuck... I think he's like, uh, you know, uh, restocked vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, yeah, you I'll make a prediction then, man. <laughs> um, I didn't really make a prediction. I just said a wish. I <laughs> wish that Donald Trump would ah, go away. Don't do it. Really like this. Uh, 2020, <laughs> I reckon uh, we find an alien. That, like, I, just I was like thinking bacteria. of doing that one. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you reckon life? Just uh, extraterrestrial life. life. On Mars! <laughs> maybe not Mars But maybe we get contacted That'd be sick Imagine that That would be wild Just real actual aliens show up Yeah with an endorsement For my favourite Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> And that's what gets him Across the line The alien endorsement <laughs> Yeah you, They'll be like Take me to your uh, leader I reckon like, people Take me to your dealer <laughs> People would be so confused <laughs> You know those posters With like an alien Smoking a bong <laughs> People There would be so many people Who were so confused Being like Ah oh, they said vote for Trump But they're aliens. <laughs> They're illegal aliens. I don't know. Don't blame me. I voted for Kyoto. Grango. <laughs> <laughs> it's too spooky. It's New Year, same podcast. Medium attitude change. What's <laughs> the attitude change? We're now all Trumpers? You're pro Trump somehow. <laughs> I reckon always have been, always will be. Pete sees a ghost, 2020. Oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> Fully believes. When he joins the clan. <laughs> he's like, ah! Oh, no, it's just me. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Uspoo. It's a podcast, right? Mm. We get what this. Here's the idea. <laughs> Here's my pitch. Um, you know that movie Coneheads? Yeah. yeah. It's them, but they die and they're ghosts, and all the other ghosts think that they're clansmen, <laughs> but they just have Coneheads. <laughs> Take off that fucking mask. Well, and also, it's my head. <laughs> also, one of them is Dan Aykroyd, who is, you know, clan. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah. Uh, this this book we have uh, is what the podcast is based on. It's called Mysteries of the Unexplained. Each week we go through and read five stories. Currently, one of those sections is called In the Realm of Miracles. However, Woo. that section runs out 
uh, after three more podcasts after this one. Yep. So, call to action right at the start. Oh, it yes. started off with a call to action. What like is that. this, the hero's journey? This is the... <laughs> <laughs> of the we're going to find out at the end that the stories were within us all along. There are only seven types of podcasts possible. <laughs> They're all variants on that. There's Boise's movie. <laughs> Boise's video game. Boy chats with friends. Boy, I guess that's it. Boy by self. That's Boy one by of the self. Saddest Boy types by of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I love those ones. Those Girl gives bad advice. <laughs> uh, Boy talks about crime. Yep. And uh, rags to riches. The <laughs> our names, by the way. My name's Adam Knox. Oh, I'm Peter Jones. I'm Lucas Mullis. And uh, yeah, I want you right now, listen in if you feel like it, go to our uh, social medias. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ooh, spooky, three O's and an H. Uh, send us a message or a link or whatever. Contact us with spooky stories, paranormal experiences, conspiracy theories, blah, 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 whatever. The type of stuff we have in this book. If you've not listened before, you'll, you'll get the yeah, idea as we go. Whatever. Something you've seen in the news or have heard about or that happened to you. Go Anything, follow us on that we're stuff. We're about to run out of one of our segments, but we'd like to still have five segments. Yeah. So hey. it's going to be the listener segment. New, well, we're doing calls to action. New Year's resolution. How many Ooh. followers do you want to have on Instagram by the end of the year? 2020. 2020. 2020. That's a good number. Yeah. What have we got? I think we've got three or 400 at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Which we've got more is, listeners than 2020. 2020 is still so many more than listeners that we have. Yeah. I know not everyone has Instagram, but if you got it, give us a follow. It's real good for us. And then, yeah, chuck us, uh, chuck us a thing you might want to hear us talk about. In the meantime, we'll go through the remaining stories that we have, mm. one of which Peter being... Uh, this one is from uh, Beyond the Walls of Time uh, on Midsummer Eve. When's that? 20th of July? June? Mid, it's the eve before. Midsummer's Eve would be like the 20th of June in the Northern Hemisphere, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon Midsummer's Eve. Yeah. Midsummer Six- is the equinox, right? Yeah. Not the other one. So it's always like actually quite early equinox. in the season. What's it called? Solstice. Yeah, Solstice. That was yesterday. It was Solstice for us. Yesterday. Not oh, listeners, okay, yeah. but for us yeah, in the I think real it's world. It's always in the 21st. Yeah. On uh, Midsummer Eve, uh, 1626, yeah. a Mr. Mead of Christ College. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like if they did an old-fashioned remake of Van Wilder. <laughs> they call him Mr. Mead. He can get you anything. <laughs> uh, from Christ, of Christ College, Cambridge, England, was walking through the city marketplace when he heard a commotion coming from the fishmonger's stall. A small crowd had gathered and was examining a book that the fishwife had just discovered inside a large codfish. Fishwife, you say? Yeah, the fishwife. So he's a fishmonger. Yes. And she's not a monger's wife. She's a fishwife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be clear, she is a fish. <laughs> Dressed up <laughs> like a woman <laughs> a by a lonely fishmonger. <laughs> oh, uh, and she was um, slapped down the aisle <laughs> by her, um, her fish dad. The, the fish that spawned her. Mm. Um, this is. I saw all with my own eyes, Mr. Mead wrote The fish, the moor, stomach The piece of sailcloth, the book And observed all I have written Only I did not see the opening of the fish This feels like a riddle <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm having to work it out? <laughs> Tell us what happened <laughs> the, This fucking guy saw his wife get the book yeah. out the fish yeah. yeah, yeah Only I did not see the opening of the fish which not many did. 
being on the fish woman's stall. Why would you be looking at a woman cutting a fish at a fish market? No, you happens wouldn't. all the time. You're not going to make note of it. Exactly. Uh, the fish woman's stall in the market, who first cut off its head, to which the moor was hanging, and seeming much stuffed with somewhat. <laughs> I love the much stuffed with somewhat. <laughs> it's crazy how people didn't figure out how to speak English till the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's full. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, much stuffed with somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good language for a fish, though. <laughs> doing, doing all right. It was search, and all found was aforesaid. Ah. What year was this again? 1626. Right. You know, before they figured it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, we've only changed that to aforementioned. It's like, you know, before they got like Siri real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, uh, uh, he had, he that had had his nose as near as I. <laughs> that's, what is, that's the sentence. Sure. Uh, he that had had his nose as near as I Maybe he's trying to be fancy Because like a fishmonger wouldn't write yeah, that much yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you were You know when you're like writing a very formal letter This isn't the fishmonger This is He's walking past the fishmonger Oh can this they, is just some fucking dude yeah, Can they talk like this Because there was nothing going on They just needed to fill their days But <laughs> 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 like, instead of a five minute conversation We have a 25 minute conversation Just a few centuries of furthermore <laughs> He that had had his nose as near as I yester morning. <laughs> <laughs> yester morning. It is awesome. a man pretending to be fancy. <laughs> he that had had I his... I hereby declare. <laughs> <laughs> he that had had his nose as near as I yester morning would have been persuaded that someone who just saw their first Shakespeare. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's been walking around. Like, it's like how people you know, would quote Superbad for fucking ages after it came out. <laughs> it's like that, but with Shakespeare. So they're just like, ah, oh, yes. Easter morning, you know, that kind of classic yeah. sort of um, uh, I'm Rick James bitch sort of, of the 17th <laughs> yeah, century. From, from 17th <laughs> century. I just have the example of a quote. Ye know. <laughs> I've never seen Chappelle's show. Yeah, oh, it's man, good. It's, um, it's what I hear. Yeah, let me quote everything from it now. Is he like, I'm Rick James, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's it>. dude. <laughs> I don't uh, give a shit about your uh, armchair. <laughs> uh, remember the one with like Wayne Brady, uh, like beats up the the prostitutes. No, <laughs> nah. yeah, real weird. That's that weird. was just like a documentary I saw. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Was uh, Ryan Stiles there? <laughs> <laughs> just giving him a prop. <laughs> <laughs> he that had had his nose as near as I yesterday morning would have been persuaded there was no imposture here without witness. The ki- fish came from Lynn, at uh, King's Lynn. In Norfolk. Okay. I've heard of that place. Yeah. The book, which Mr. We- Mead took charge of. Give me that book. <laughs> <laughs> That's my book. The fish ate it. <laughs> had been bound in sailcloth from a sail. And though slimy and dog-eared, someone, someone had read it and got their slimy mint all over it, was perfectly legible. It proved to be a theological treatise written by John Firth. How funny it would be if it's a diary. It's like, I sure hope a fish doesn't eat me. <laughs> oh, this book. <laughs> theological treatise written by John Firth. Sorry. John Frith. <laughs> Frith. <laughs> During his imprisonment at Oxford a hundred years before. So highly did the Cambridge authorities think of this remarkable mode of book distribution that they had, ha- they had the volume reprinted under the title... Vox Pisces, the voice of the fish, <laughs> or the <laughs> bookfish, <laughs> <laughs> and embellished it with an engraving of the fish, 
the book and the fishmonger's knife. Young Frith had been imprisoned in a cellar where fish were stored. <laughs> Young Frith is my favourite British rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Lil Frith. <laughs> Wayne the Younger. That would have been that would have been a British rapper. Oh, yeah, Wayne the Younger. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Young Frith had been imprisoned in a cellar where fish were stored and where the stench was so great that several of his fellow prisoners had actually died of it. Oh, Christ. Of the smell. Of the smell. <laughs> Imagine dying of fish smell. <laughs> Frith himself was burned at the stake as a heretic. In Fucking hell. <laughs> in 1533. Which would you prefer? Did this cunt just say a fish could read? <laughs> Burn him! <laughs> Now this is Frith This isn't Mr. Mead uh, Who's uh, Frith? Frith's the guy Frith wrote the book they found He walked Oh, oh right Yeah So he wrote some sort of Blasphemous Yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay Because it was Her- a religious book right. He wrote the book Fed it, it to a fish. fish I don't get what the f- book is about though he, he just wrote a book about it Just some religious It was stuff. a theological treatise Written by John Frith During okay. his imprisonment So he was sure. locked up He wrote a book Put it in a fish Threw it out to sea Message Which doesn't make sense because I mean, it does. They found it. What yeah, but a hundred years before, hundred years earlier, the fish. What sort of fish? A hundred-year-old fish. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, that was the story of the fish book. Okay, book fish. that's found pretty cool. Yeah, pretty crazy. More unlikely Message than paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Sending out a religious treatise. <laughs> the engineer's like, uh, Sting, I got one note for you. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a fish, it's <laughs> you haven't had the sting. No, it happened once. I tell <laughs> you. <ya>. Listen, <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll fucking go sleep on this. I'll fuck my wife for a hundred hours. Oh, that's right. Fish. I mean, Sting is he from, yeah. they're from the UK? Yeah. There's also Sting, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and the police. Um, the, the Bobbies. <laughs> the Bobbies. <laughs> Sting, of, that's his original draft and everything. Sting in the Bobbies. But he also, his first one of Roxanne was uh, Mr. Mead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't really hit. You don't have to put it in a fish. <laughs> Save that for a bottle. <laughs> He's got a beard inside of a fish. <laughs> What's a what about can you do a fish? Can you do can you do a, every little thing she does is magic, but about the fishmonger's wife? <laughs> every little fish she cuts has a book. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a real hard rest of the day after you get a book out of one fish, and then you just cut a bunch of normal fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This fish is fucking stupid. <laughs> when some dude just stole it from you. <laughs> my book. Add my book and I have Mr. Mead. Every <laughs> no prices on the book. The book's free. <laughs> free book for me. Mr. Uh, Mead. Uh, this next story is from the section Unearthly Fates. The death of 72-year-old Lavina Farrar, a woman of independent means, was reported in the Cambrian. Oh. Do you reckon that's like old-fashioned talk? Sometimes for, what's that? that's what sure. that implies, I think. Mm. Well, she never married, so she was pretty independent, independent. It was reported in the Cambridge Daily News in England on March 16th, 1901. She'd been found on the floor of her kitchen, fully dressed, her face bruised, and her nose broken. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, bad. No, no, no. Beside her were a blood-stained knife and a few drops of blood. An examination revealed that she'd been stabbed in the heart. Oof, pretty bad. Damn. 
Uh, no husband to kill her. Who was it? <laughs> Normally these are so easy to solve. Yeah. At the inquest, an open verdict was returned for those reasons. Although the dead woman had been stabbed, her clothing had not been penetrated by the knife and was unmarked by blood, except for the innermost garment, which was slightly bloodstained. <laughs> <laughs> so that it was. <laughs> Sounds believable. Uh, no, nah, there's not even any cuts to her clothing other than right above the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as there's also no, there's no blood on the clothing, and there's no cuts to the clothing. If the knife got hurt, how did it get through the clothing? <laughs> you tell me. Well, they put it back on her after she was dead, or it did cut the clothing, and it just is a sharp knife. You know, when you put a pin on, you can't yeah, yeah. see where you put the pin on the so clothes. Really also, small, really small sharp. Knife. Yeah, here's my. Here's well, my you know, theory. the clothes have. Buttonholes and I mean not sure. a hole that a button yeah, goes yeah, through, yeah. but like you're wearing a button-up shirt, yeah. it could go through one I'm of those. Bursting out of this fucking thing because I'm so fat. Uh, yeah, really cool. Maybe she was just fat as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was bursting out of her clothes. <laughs> just aiming for the <laughs> your fucking open shirt. <laughs> Since death would have been almost instantaneous, she could not possibly have first stabbed herself. What? And then dressed before dying. Wouldn't even hypothesize that one with a broken <laughs> nose and all that. Crazy a bruised face. In the courtroom, they're just like, just well. desperately trying to blame it on the woman. <laughs> just, oh, she must have done it to herself. Yeah. What if she stabbed herself, got dressed, and tripped over like an idiot? Moreover, the blood on the knife and on the floor beside her seemed not to be hers since the wound was almost bloodless. So she had been <laughs> stabbed in the heart? Definitely. Yeah, well, was she just like stabbed in the neck? Because maybe something? she tried to stab the She'd attacker. be found on the floor of her oh. kitchen, fully dressed, her face bruised and her nose broken. Beside her were a bloodstained knife and a few drops of blood. An examination revealed that she'd been stabbed in the heart. Right. So she did get stabbed. She did get stabbed in the heart. Here's my theory. That knife is what she was trying to stab the attacker with. Find the guy who has a stab wound, you find the killer. But she There's was stabbed in the heart. With yeah. a different... With a... With a it earlier. said the knife wasn't hers though. We did it. How can they fucking tell? How do they know it's not her it's knife her name in her on kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but the thing is... I'm going to solve this stuff. The problem... 120-year-old crime. The problem with the crime is that she was... The clothes wasn't... The clothes weren't damaged. Sure. She was definitely stabbed, but they could, they were like, oh, I don't know who stabbed we her. We don't know how loose these clothes yeah, fit yeah. either. Like You can get through. My yeah. theory, some guy breaks her nose, she's unconscious, takes off her clothes, puts them on himself, stabs her in the heart, jacks off, Puts it back on her. Sure. That's what I would have done. You are now the chief of police. (laughs) Congratulations on solving this crime. Is that it? That's that story. Oh, okay. Someone definitely murdered her and the police did a bad job of looking at it. That's what that story is about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Another one of our classic police corruption stories. Yes. They didn't really look into it. They didn't give a shit. No. No. They don't ever give a shit. (laughs) We've got to overthrow the state, honestly. Um, 2020 is the year to do yeah, it straight up. That's I reckon 2020, some states get overthrown. That's why a violent got, revolution. Yeah, that's yeah. why we've got the goals we've got for our Instagram. As soon as we have enough followers, we will yes. start the revolution. We're gonna start it. <laughs> what about violent revolution? But it's like um, dance, dance, yeah, revolution, dance revolution, and you gotta, I don't know, you you dance and it's like making you're stomping on the heads of yeah, oligarchs yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's really that's cool. cool. <laughs> you want a vision of the future? Imagine someone. Stomping on the right arrow on a dance dance revolution machine forever. <laughs> and you have to wear a Guy Fawkes mask while you do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this next story is from Unquiet Sky. Accounts of fish, grain, and frogs will be found in more recent history. 
of them existing or oh, sorry, this is for, for the previous story is about the Bible and shit. Sure. Uh, but the closest approximation of the plague of frogs in Paeonia and Dardania Whoa. occurs in the biblical account of the second plague <laughs> in Egypt. The plague in of frogs. In Egypt. Right. Egypt. The Lord said... Oh, I'll, fuck. <laughs> now nah, do it in the voice. Do the Bible. I will plague all your country with frogs. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. <laughs> the Lord said that. Fucking like some shit like Eric Cartman would say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a real, real random comedy. <laughs> yeah, I will fart in your general direction. <laughs> there will be no bacon. <laughs> if you cross me, I will impale you on the nose of a narwhal. I sentence you to seven years of epic fails. <laughs> For you have been so blasphemous, your feet will be made into bread rolls. <laughs> I will fill your pillowcases with... With jelly. <laughs> <laughs> and from here on in, ye oh. will be the people that say knee. <laughs> <laughs> and lo, the Lord said, it's peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> <laughs> and upon all of Egypt fell chocolate rain. <laughs> Verily it was that we had 55 days of rain. <laughs> and Moses said unto the king, can I has my people go? <laughs> <laughs> and on Catterday he rested. <laughs> the book of Mark is just a Rick, a Rick Roll. <laughs> oh wait, what's his fucking name? Yeah. Whatever the guy's name yeah, is, yeah. Rick. Rick Ross. <laughs> Rick. Shit, it's Rick <laughs> from Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, Rick Astley. Oh, what was that? The Lord had his 12 (laughs) apostles Pickle Rick, (laughs) Peter Griffin, um, man, uh, Pepe the Frog. Um, Oh, okay. All right. So, (laughs) Chuck Norris. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. Do you remember when all the Chuck Norris things were happening? Yeah. And it was like, oh, Chuck Norris is so strong. (laughs) He can hit hit the sky. The worst. And then on like a Today show or something, they read them to Chuck Norris, and Chuck Norris just didn't get it. That's sick. No idea. And people were making money off that because they were making books and stuff. Yeah. And he, his. People tried to sue the people and they lost. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck Norris is so weak he can't even get his own rights. (laughs) I wish I could go. We own you, brother. (laughs) I wish I could go back to that time and like pretend to be a guy who thought Chuck Norris is really hot and be like, "Yeah, Chuck Norris is so strong, I could suck his dick." (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Uh, yeah, Chuck Norris is so strong. I bet he could fucking hold me like a baby. He just crushed me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the with multiple days. You'd go onto a website to read a list. Of Chuck Norris first. Yeah, <laughs> that would, you'd be like with your boys and be like, "What do you want to do on the internet? Yeah, <laughs> let's find some of those Chuck Norris jokes." I remember <laughs> at the time I was playing World of Warcraft, yes. and it'd be like running around this immersive fantasy world <laughs> where down in the bottom left of your screen is always a chat of Chuck Norris jokes just rolling over. You're like, I can't believe how beautiful and detailed this oh. elven forest is. It's like Chuck Norris is so fucking strong he could kick a dick. Real Hard man, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Google Chuck <laughs> Norris, and then when there were fresh ones, like, oh, yeah, 
One time, Chuck Norris walked. Chuck Norris doesn't walk a dog. He walks a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I remember when we like remember the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, that were the fr- good old days. The good old days when the internet was Chuck Norris. And then just like fucking ten years later, the internet is like, oh, actually, I think we're more racist now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck so Norris is a thing that everybody was able to enjoy, uh, whatever whatever race you were, <laughs> whatever color or creed you could enjoy a Chuck Norris sex. It was for everyone. And now, um, except the man himself, until he Chuck <laughs> Charles <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> so here's another one, Chuck. Twenty uh, twenty. <laughs> here's my next prediction. Twenty twenty. The year Chuck Norris dies. Oh, R.I.P. How Chuck old is Norris. that fella? He's fucking pretty old. Eh? Yeah, he's got to be old. Chuck. When Chuck Norris died, actually, that was him not dying. I remember. I remember. <laughs> they are hard to think of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty well crafted jokes, actually. <laughs> Uh, he's 79 Yeah that, he's out Chuck Norris punched the sky so hard The sun never rose again Yeah um, I remember during the Chuck Norris mania Of mm. I, I, 2005 2005 2006? 2006 I remember during Chuck Norris mania The peak There was a there was a video store in Ballarat Where I was living at the time That still had like VHS videos Right And we found a Chuck Nor- Norris VHS And we're like this will be the fun Remember Chuck <laughs> You know Well not remember Because we it was yeah. every day <laughs> we were living in Chuck Norris' world. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> top 100 best Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> the first three, sure. Chuck Norris threw a grenade and killed 50 people. Then it exploded. Death yeah, once had a good. near Chuck Norris experience. Yeah, Chuck that. Norris can kill two stones with one bird. Number four, the fourth most highly rated Chuck Norris joke. Oh, here we go. <laughs> with... 57,000 votes. You made a hell of a face earlier too, so I'm Chuck Norris of. once went to a feminist rally and came back with his shirt ironed and holding a sandwich. Whoa, Chuck <laughs> That's Norris. That's where the internet really took a downturn. Yeah, yeah right yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah, of Chuck yeah, Norris. Yeah, 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 it is. That is fucked that that is a number one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we watched the Chuck Norris movie and it was bad. Yeah, it like, would have been. Sucks. He was always bad. Walker, Texas Ranger is a terrible show. Yeah, why were we into Chuck Norris for so long? Like You're telling me a Walker Texas this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if Chuck, Chuck Norris, that w- it was meant to be called fucking it's actually called running, running. Texas Ranger but he's walking he's walking the grenade one's good though that's good yeah. that's a joke he threw a grenade into a, he killed 50 men and then the grenade exploded Chuck Norris can pick oranges from an apple tree and make the best lemonade you've ever tasted that one's dumb I know at some point it started off being Chuck Norris is strong and then it turned to be Chuck Norris is magic <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Chuck Norris made my dad not leave <laughs> Is that one over? Not at all. No. I will plague all your country with frogs. Oh, right. The Nile shall swarm with frogs, which shall come up into your house, into your bedchamber, and on your bed. (laughs) People are like, oh my God, this guy is the creator of all things. He is so impressive. When do you stop believing in God when he starts sending frogs frogs into your bed? Douglas, he's just like he's one of the. I think God was just in like jackass. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to swallow the frog whole and then regurgitate the frog. So uh, into your bed and on your bed, and into the houses of your servants and all your people, and into your ovens and your kneading bowls. 
These are the frogs. That's where he's sending them. Yeah. And the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt and they gathered them together in heaps and the land stank. (laughs) 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 What? That's just a story from the Bible. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying. That's the only... They're like, well, this also happened. Frogs came right. They're like, maybe this this frog shit was actually happening, you know? Uh Yep. This next story is from uh, the section Monsters and More. As Russian troops penetrated the soaring Vanch Mountains. <laughs> I don't mind penetrating a Vanch every now and then. <laughs> Nice. Thanks, dude. You know that uh, um, whenever Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris penetrates a Vanch so hard it becomes a penis. <laughs> He's soaring Vanch Mountains. Oh, right. Vanch means vagina here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on, mate. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never seen one before, hey, mate. Nah, on, nah, nah. I've seen five. I've seen five. No, no, I've seen 11. Soaring Vanch Mountains of the... Baker's Dozen. No, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cheeky Baker's Dozen. (laughs) He takes one away instead of giving you an extra one. Uh, Vanch Mountains of the the Pamirs in pursuit of white army soldiers in 1925. They heard stories from the local people of beast men. Yes. Yes. Who lived in the higher reaches. The soldiers also found footprints and other evidence of some man-like beings. Of man-like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then one day, they shot one. Nice. <laughs> that escalated so much. <laughs> got his ass. Got from oh, look at his footprint. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> the red soldiers had fired into a cave where they thought the whites were hiding. So they just... Did, uh, the whites? They don't the know. white army. I don't, oh, know, what, army. I don't know what remember war when, this is. Remember when the Russians were playing the uh, the Chequers war? <laughs> <laughs> the white... 1925. The white army in 1925. Well, they thought the whites were hiding. To their surprise, a wild hairy creature ran out, crying inarticulately, <laughs> and was killed instantly by a blazing machine gun. <laughs> Looking at the corpse, the leader general, Mikhail Stepanov Tolipsky, awesome. thought at first... <laughs> Should we call him Mikhail Stepanov? No, not Russian enough. <laughs> <laughs> Topolisky. Thought yeah. at first... Russian Civil War. Really? Oh, okay. sure. oh, of course. Yeah, classic. Yeah, after the... Czar, the abdication of the throne or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah, that's why the the Reds. Uh, Thought at first it was that of an ape. It was covered with fur, he said. But I knew there were no apes in the Pamirs and moreover the body looked far more human than ape-like. Indeed, fully human. (laughs) We shot a human. (laughs) Naked bloke in the cave. (laughs) On closer examination, however, their their medical officer declared otherwise. That creature was not a man. But what was it? Could the wild thing they have... Had shot have been the snowman? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. They shot a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> he had an orange nose and a hat. <laughs> Don't fire until you see the oranges of his carrots, boys. <laughs> Frost oranges the snowman. <laughs> Thanks a hell of bullet fire. Uh, as human, in, not human, I shoot. As in like an abominable snowman. Spot on. Yeah. The corpse, that of a male, was about five and a half feet long and covered with dense greyish-brown hair, except for the face. There were a few straggly hairs on the upper lip. Ears, palms, knees, feet That's so funny buttocks. that this ape man is covered in hair but can't even grow a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a, like a rough time at high school. Yeah. <laughs> a hairy man. The skin... On the hands, knees and feet was coarse and thickly calloused. The face was dark with dark eyes, a heavy sloping brow, prominent cheekbones, a flattened nose and a massive lower jaw. Although the teeth were quite large, 
They seemed to be those of a human. The creature had a broad, unusually muscular chest, but otherwise its torso was just much like that of a man. It was a man. <laughs> yeah, it was an ape man. Like a guy, one of the ones who co-evolved with us. Because there were like five types of humans, right? Yeah, yeah. Or things that, that were similar to humans. And then our ancestors, I guess the Neanderthals, killed yeah. the other four, right? No, I think it's we were just hotter. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that's why everyone, everyone, wanted to fuck everyone us. fucked us. Yeah. yeah. Dope. And it's still the same way now. Unable to carry the body with them down the steep slopes, the soldiers covered it with a pile of stones. Damn. So Less respectful, though. Yeah. yeah, sure. Put them stones on it. They killed the last whatever was alongside Neanderthals. The snowman. <laughs> good, Pete? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> last story. Big boy. He's a big boy. Oh. But the good news is. There's not many of these ones left for in the realm of miracles. No, yes, this oh, is this is a fucking miracles, long boy. The fourth last. Whoa, it's like a two pager. It's a double pager. Yeah, shit. <clears throat> That's four columns. Oof. But the good news is, once it's over, it's over. <laughs> now cool. this is gonna be. This is a good one. I've read this one. Okay, it's very different to the other in the realms of miracles. Sure. Very. In here's my it, it just I want to predict what oh, it's going to be. It. Okay, Some yeah. fucking European guy walking to another part of Europe to get healed for fucking lumps. Okay, Luca, prediction. <laughs> uh, there's a fucking statue or a painting that is pissing or whatever, and they're like, uh, "Let us go and have a look at the wetter wall." All right, well, let's place our bets, gentlemen. Okay. Start your engines. <laughs> this is the real Ford V Ferrari. <laughs> In the 1890s, the English Jesuits ran a boys' board boarding school not far from the town of Valletta on the island of Malta. They've been bad sus since there. forever. <laughs> yeah, it would have been pretty chill. Yeah, so what's this one? Ah, uh, this is a boarding school. Yeah, <laughs> where I'm is so- it? On an island. Where? <laughs> not far from the town of Malta. Malta. <laughs> <laughs> Tropical island. You could never find us. <laughs> Malta. I'm March- surprised any stories even got out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> on March 20th, 1893, the young boarders were taken on a picnic <laughs> to Malia, a village in the northwest corner of the island. The excursion was in the charge of Father John McHale. And fu- Left him on community. <laughs> <laughs> the soup, not sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the soup. That wasn't good, was it? <laughs> the no. soup was. Ne- what was the soup? The soup was it's his. Point oh, but yeah. he's smart or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> it's like see this clip from The Bachelor. Uh, but uh, yeah, see that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. person who fell over. I reckon they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna. I've never fallen ever. <laughs> And I think Snooky from Jersey Shore said something silly in this clip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You know what President Trump has to say about it? <laughs> Father John McHale doing the same sort of shit, but about the Bible. <laughs> uh, get a load of what Matthew said about Luke. <laughs> and Father John Gordon, with the assistance of lay brothers Noonan and Ellingworth... <laughs> The Lay Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the Lay Brothers. <laughs> They're not even trying to hide it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> they just call them Lay Brothers. According to Father McHale, Malia, Malia was chosen as the picnic site purely as a matter of convenience. But on the way there, and also because it was hard to see from the <laughs> road. <laughs> but on oh, the shit. way there, 
In one of the carriages hired for the outing, some of the older boys told him of a statue at Malia that moved miraculously. Yeah, fuck a cord. You owe me five hundred dollars, as was agreed to yeah. earlier. Pete, can you edit in a part in this? Wait, you do the editing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <you're fucked>. the <laughs> Those part- kids on the way, they've been like, "Hey, I know a way to get us out of this fucking trip." Hey, I heard there was a statue. <laughs> we should go look at it. Thanks for doing the editing, Knox. No, that's and thanks to Kate Dennett for doing the theme to our podcast. Oh, yeah, huge great song. Yeah, the party arrived at the village a little early for lunch, so it was decided to visit the church. All every boys were like, "No, no!" Across the road from the church, two flights of stone steps. (laughs) Don't worry, boys, we're going on an excursion away from this convent to a church. (laughs) (laughs) Do do boys live in a convent, or is that just for nuns? No, there's a boys boarding boarding school. They live in um, what's it called? Is there another word for it? Monastery? Maybe. Yeah. Across the road from the church, two flights of stone steps led, led into a cave known as the Grotto della Madonna. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what that means in Italian? The Grotto of the Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Following House these of steps. Mags. <laughs> <laughs> following these steps, several boys and Father Mikhail found themselves confronting a larger than life. Madge, step. I mean. Madge. Madge. Yeah. Found themselves confronting a larger-than-life statue of the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Father Mikhail described what happened. I went forward in the direction of the statue. Oh God! Leaving the other. The, farm. It's just so boring to even be like, I went forward. I went forward. <laughs> I walked towards it. So much detail from these imaginationless fucks. Whoa! <laughs> Leaving the other father with a number of the boys near the entrance. I took. One of the boys with me to look at the statue. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. <laughs> That's my own guess. <laughs> my eyes by this time had grown accustomed to the dim light of the cave. What with me spending all my time down there. <laughs> and on reaching the railing, I saw the statue before me. I was deeply impressed by its majestic and dignified appearance. It is an old statue carved out of the common stone of the country. A soft, whitish limestone. In her left hand, Our Lady is holding the divine infant while her right hand is free and extended some distance from her side with a very conspicuous <laughs> position. The fingers were resting on each other and bent forward in the shape of a hook. The sacristan lit two large candles and placed them in front of the statue. Whilst closely examining the statue, I asked one of the boys who stood near me which hand was supposed to have moved. They told me it was the right hand. I turned my eyes to look at it. It was perfectly still. But almost immediately, I was startled by seeing the little finger move gently backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Evil. <laughs> this is followed the by the ring next finger curled completely around <laughs> to the index and the middle finger pointing forwards. <laughs> this is followed by the next two fingers, then the forefinger, and last of all, the thumb. Just like hello, yeah. <laughs> little wave. When it's the fin- just one of those cunts who's all covered in like chalk dust, being yeah. a statue on the street. <laughs> this is a, this is a human statue, yeah, like yeah. the first one. Oh, but it was larger than life. Larger than life. When the fingers had assumed a very graceful position, the whole hand moved gently upwards, some ten or twelve inches, came slowly down again, and ended by <sighs> forming a beautiful cross. Oh, no, it didn't. Doing the cross. No, it didn't. It's a lie. It didn't fucking do that cunt. Do you think maybe it was the candlelight making all the flickering and they? Couldn't I reckon the priest off? just told maybe. people this so that. No one believed anything that people claimed happened in that class. <laughs> <laughs> the fingers then resumed their original hook-like position after a pause of a yeah. few minutes. I think the hand touched the boy. I don't know. I think it was the statue's hand touched that boy. If he <laughs> says he got touched, I think it was the statue. Which boys did were it? telling you this story? Was it the boys that told us there was a moving statue in the cave? <laughs> I really wouldn't believe anything they were saying. 
The fingers then resumed their original hook-like position after a pause for of a few minutes. The gesture was again repeated. Okay. This is a robot. <laughs> yeah, maybe they've made a robot. When the boys with Father Mikhail saw the Madonna's hand move, there they called a out, robot. A miracle! A miracle! And the others came running to see. Father Gordon, who had travelled in a different carriage and knew nothing of the statue, was studying the inscription near the cave entrance. Even if this was a miracle, even if this statue's hand is moving slightly yes. Yes. and pointing differently every <clears throat> now and then, mm-hmm. even if that were a miracle, why would it make you believe and become more devout in that God where you're like, the most this God can do is wave? Yeah, and it, what's also the point of that miracle yeah, with considering that audience, they're already incredibly devoted. Exactly. <laughs> who was this show Some people who are like, uh, I don't know about this. God Imagine guy. if there was a barrel in front of a hungry guy that kept refilling with bread. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, a miracle! But instead, a fucking statue does the fucking Charleston, and everyone's losing their goddamn minds. <laughs> Hello, my Miley. Hello, my da- <laughs> Hello, my ragtime girl. A, a plague of frogs all waving their it. top hats. It's like putting that. on the Ritz. <laughs> Mikhail called up to him to come see the statue. A statue of the Virgin Mary doing the fucking Gangnam style would be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) He came up immediately and saw the hand moving. He tried several positions, but in each beheld the hand in motion. Fearing lest it might be his own head that was moving, he stood near to the wall. (laughs) I can't tell if my head is moving. (laughs) Leaning Leaning up against it for support and fix his eyes on one of the crossbars of the railing. He then distinctly saw the hand rise above the bar and slowly descend below it. To prevent my own head from moving, I tightly squeezed it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Mr. Bean. That's insane. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. I tightly squeezed it between two of the bars of the railings. Get out of oh here. God. Fuck off out of my cave. He's just like... <laughs> no, no, no. And I can vouch for the movement being precisely the same. He's telling this to somebody. They're like, yeah, yeah how can you be sure it didn't move? Well, actually, I squished my <laughs> I head locked between myself <laughs> in between the rails. I know that my brain is working right because I jammed my head into some metal. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> uh, Mikhail then asked a Protestant boy named Frederick Clothier, about 14 years old, to look at the right hand and tell him what he saw. The boy confirmed everything the father saw and then drew his attention to the hand of the holy child. And now where do you think my hand is? <laughs> <laughs> Father Mikhail recalled, I looked up and saw the tiny head of the child blessing us. The little head too was moving gently from side to side. So the little the little baby that they're the holding... Jesus baby. Yeah, yeah, that's also happening. Okay. The little head too was moving gently from side to side and the appearance of the face seemed to change. With the head and hand were moving, the expression very much resembled that of a little child, cry, child crying for joy. It's definitely like an animatronic Disney ride that yeah. they were just standing in front of. It's like, can you yeah. see that? <laughs> <laughs> the pirates were, mo- were smuggling <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> we stayed in the cave for about half an hour and the hand continued to move the whole time we were there. <sighs> the movement of the hand was anything but uniform. Sometimes the fingers would open out one after the other and close in the same manner. Or again, it would open out together and close one after the other. The hand, too, would at one time rise 10 or 12 inches, at another time only half that distance. While the motion was constantly changing. Like the flicker of a candle. I think you're right. I reckon it's some candle trick. Yes. No matter how Did the gesture... Did say that? Yeah. No, I said that. Yeah. Did you? Yes. Well, I reckon Luke is right. Man. No matter how the gestures varied, there was something so gentle and attractive about the movement that the feeling almost amounting to fear, which came over me when I first saw the fingers moving, speedily disappeared. And I felt irresistibly drawn to pray to Our Lady. You fucking fucks always feel like that. At the end of May, Father Mikhail returned to the cave... Amalia with some of the other fathers from the college. The sacristan t- 
told them... What is a sacristan? I reckon they're looking after the cave. Yeah, okay. Told them that from the time of their visit in March... Sounds better than cave guard. (laughs) (laughs) How do you spell sacristan? S A C. R-I-S-T-A-N Sacristan Sacristan I stand sacre A person in charge of a sacristy (laughs) (laughs) And its contents Sacristy Sacred place I guess Yeah Yeah. Some bullshit Time of the visit in March until the end of April The statue had been still But that during May it had motioned almost daily on inspecting the statue, the fathers were convinced... It's doing it heaps when you weren't here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we're convinced the figure was carved from a single block of stone with no joints whatsoever. They waited and watched the cave for a long time but saw no, saw, saw no movement. Yeah. A further visit on June 1, the day of the Feast of Corpus Christi, was more rewarding. Looking up at the statue, I saw the hand gently moving. This time it did not rise more than five or six inches. The movement, too, was very slow. Sexual. I put my butt over it. <laughs> <laughs> After completing the cross, the hand was still. What next followed seemed to me to have been done by Our Lady to convince us that she'd really given us her blessing. The thumb and the forefinger are about an inch apart from each other. <laughs> hey. Big man. <laughs> Ooh. The, the, the hand did not move. The thumb joined the forefinger, opened out again, and then rose about an inch above it, which... After which it descended the same distance below it. it the thumb joined the forefinger <laughs> and then went below the waist. <laughs> A circle. Uh, and it ended by rising to its original position. This continued for some minutes. The other fingers also kept moving from time to time. Okay. A colleague present with Mikhail proposed placing his own finger between the statue's <laughs> moving fingers and thumb to feel the motion. For fear lest there should be any, any irreverence or undue curiosity in the action, Mikhail said. I strongly advised him not to do so. Fucking hell, man. Actually, I'm going to hold it to see if it's moving. I strongly advise you not to touch it. He yielded to my suggestion. Soon after this, the movement ceased, and after offering prayers of thanksgiving, Mikhail and his colleagues departed. John Mikhail had died in 1911, thank God. God <laughs> is described by Herbert Thurston, a leading scholar and writer in the field of Thursto! Yeah, a uh, rugby player. <laughs> leading scholar and writer in the field of psychic and mystical phenomena as a man of acute perceptions. Hey, Pete, you just nailed psychical. I know. Thanks, dude. Well done. <laughs> well done, brother. Congrats. It was just That's psychic. a real stumble. It was just psychic. It oh, right. Psychic. Okay. Still good. Field of psychic and mystical phenomena. As a man of acute perceptions and shrewd in all the practical affairs of life, who was scrupulously honest and direct in all, me- all his methods. Father John Gordon, who died in 1913, much to a relief of everyone who knew him. <laughs> <laughs> I am just assuming these guys were like touching those kids. I mean, it's safe to assume. Is described as a matter of fact Scotsman without a trace of romance in his composition. His obituary. I done it, love ya. <laughs> his obituary referred to his hatred of deceit and shams. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so weird to die, and then everyone's like, "Well, he hated liars." <laughs> what can you say about John? He sure did hate getting fooled. He <laughs> say, "Fool me once, I'll kick your fucking head in, cunt." <laughs> After, Mik- <laughs> After Mikhail's death, his story was confirmed by one of the pupils present, Frederick Clothier, but it was qualified by another pupil, Testaferretta Benici. In eighteen in nineteen twenty, Benici wrote the following note in response to a request for information. 
Together with other college boys, I was once taken by the late Father Mikhail to Malia. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, right, okay, to Malia. Parish church to pay a visit to Our Lady. While we were praying before the famous statue, Father Mikhail and many of the boys with him cried out that Our Lady was shaking her hand and blessing us. I regret that I did not have the privilege of seeing myself the statue move, but I can guarantee the incident insofar as Father Mikhail and many of the boys exa- exclaimed that Our Lady was blessing us. Mm-hmm. Brother Ellingwood confirmed that he and Brother Noonan had entered the grotto after lunch and had seen the statue move, though not so much or for so as long as Mikhail and Gordon had. Those guys really had to spend a lot of time in that cave. Yeah, how come one of them missed out? You'd think if you brought a whole school group there, you'd let them all see the fucking moving statue. Yeah, I don't know. I've got to tell you, boys, this one has sucked me dry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of the reports from the kids? <laughs> Does anything other than the, these testimonies lend weight to this improbable story? Is the final paragraph. Yes. Oh, thank God. On August 13th, 1887, Father Angelo Portelli. Hey, that's like our friend's name, but different. Father Angelo Portelli and a number of Dominican novices saw the Virgin of Malaya move. Bunch of noobs. (laughs) (laughs) So did another priest named Portelli. No relative of the first. Their affidavits precisely describing the movements of the right arm upward and downward and also toward the breast. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Were filed at Slamia in Malta, so they all people. It's definitely got to be the it's the candle. Yeah, a bunch of people thought they saw a statue move, but it didn't because it was a you statue. Seen, and they're all just lying. You ever yeah. seen a room lit up with candles and a candle gets like a little it's flicker? Flickering. Yeah. Shit moves all over the goddamn place. Mm-hmm. Speaking of moving, we're going to move on into next week, the second week of 2020, where we'll do yes. another podcast. Thanks, everyone. Once again, like we said at the start, send us some stuff that you want us to cover. Yeah, in especially fifth. if you've seen a monster. Don't, if you've seen Ooh. a fucking statue cry or some shit, don't send us that. <laughs> no, if no, you've dude, seen it. If you've seen it. If yeah. you've seen I it, send us. Sure. Um, I saw a statue cry. Yeah? Yeah, it was a human statue on the bus home. He didn't have a good day. He's <laughs> <laughs> had a little kid punched him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Three O's and an H, you spooky on everything. Facebook, Find Twitter, us. Instagram. Thanks for listing everyone in 2019. It was yeah. a good year. Yeah. We loved... All of our listeners and we people who got in touch with us and all that sort of stuff. It was fucking sick. If you sure. welcome to twenty twenty, baby. Here if we this go. This is your first step. If this was your New Year's resolution, is to find a cool new podcast. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you've nailed Get some goals. Away. <laughs> if, however, you started listening to this uh, with episode one and you've only just arrived here, welcome to twenty twenty one. Damn. Listen to one a week. Well, I got a resolution for you. Tell a friend about the podcast. Let's grow this little yeah, baby. Yeah, that's our New Year's resolution. Let's put this thing on the titty milk and grow this baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the more people we got, we can do more. Maybe we'll do some bonus apps and some live podcasts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we want to do. For yeah. sure. Either way, we'll be back next week with a new episode. Uh, see you then. <laughs>